trying to not close your head in a car door like Wilson Fisk. We are the Capeless Crusaders. Oh. Spoiler. Statue oh. of Limitations. Spoiler. Uh, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, same, same thing. It is. New York. Okay. Yeah. It was a gift from France. <laughs> from France. We come from France. Anyway. <clears throat> Sorry, like corn heads. Like corn heads. Corn heads. It's the same shit. Do we have corn? Do we have corn? Well, this episode's off to a roaring good start. I love you guys. I don't even think we know where the rails are. What what, what are rails? My name is David Barry. At Dr. Barry on varying social medias. To my physical left is Drew McClintic at Drew JMC. To my left, not on a microphone right now. Manning the buttons and the knobs is. Tickling the ivory. The dude, it's Curtis Fisher. At com- is in the building. At Calm Down Warning, at Existential Romeo. To Duder, his... if you're into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> Good reference. To his direct left. In the hands of any other man, this is a microphone. In my hands, it's a what? Pipe bomb! Because I am the Mad Piper, parentheses. That Mad Piper what on happened? Twitter. Did you guys plan that? That was perfect. What happened? I thought you were going to say yeah. something dirty. Next. And to his digital left. The man who showed him the ways of the pipe bomb. The Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I, I think someone's going to listen to our podcast and report us to the uh, the NSA. Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already know. They know. He mentored me in dramatics. God, that's what to, it is. To do an that's what it is. Right. <laughs> Passing the torch. What's the next segment, Drew? <laughs> well, you brought up uh, Daredevil. Daredevil? So that came out on Netflix oh, just the other week. Netflix. Uh, I got it done in a couple days. Some of you guys are still... I'm still trucking along. I love that what's the next segment, Drew, is a thing now. That's, that's our segue. That's, a, yeah. that's the segue. That's so, a t-shirt. New t-shirt. It is so wait, t-shirt. Drew, in discussing <laughs> yeah. Daredevil, yeah. do you want us to go around the horn? I would love for us to go around the horn. We're going to go around the horn. <laughs> So That's when we go around the horn, horn, we oh. go around in a circular fashion around the table uh-huh. describing whether uh-huh. something we've been reading oh. for the week, something we've been doing oh. about something. In this instance, uh. we'll be talking specifically about uh. our favorite moments, either thus far or in its entirety, uh. of Daredevil. Wait. Wow. I got a horn. Oh, <laughs> We're never, ever doing that ever again. That's around the horn. That's <laughs> That's the, the ham that's the horn, horn has debuted on the Crusaders. I had to uh, <laughs> I had to redeem myself because Drew told me that wasn't a horn that I did. That's true. Oh. It was actually a bell, I guess. Yeah, you just did a bell. What was going on there? Sorry. Boom. Anyway, so I'll go first. Um, I actually, spoiler alert, I already dropped my favorite moment in oh, really? the intro. So oh. I loved oh. Caitlin, my fiance, had to turn away and close yeah. her ears. Um, so when Alexi, this is what I love is, um, Alexi basically embarrassed Wilson Fisk in front of a woman. So Wilson Fisk decides to beat the holy hell out of Alexi, prop Mm -hmm. him up, up against his car and repeatedly smash his head with the car door until he is decapitated. Uh, That part was very gruesome. My favorite part. Is it decapitation where the skull is just all busted to pieces that there's nothing left on it? Right. I mean, he took his he, his his neck is gone. Like, there's not really any head left exactly, either. Exactly, but it's gone. If it had still been there, all like smashed up, then it would just been crushing his skull. But right. he he decapitated him. Okay. But my my favorite part is that his assistant is just sitting in the car, just watching this happen, just uncomfortably getting shaken every time the door is closed, and eventually starts getting blood sprayed on him. So he eventually steps just out. Like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna step out and comes around and then hand, and then hands him a 
and, and handkerchief to wipe off the blood on his face. And then next yeah, episode, know, he, we see him cleaning out the car yeah. where all the yes. blood was. Yeah. So I, I really like I really like that, especially because it's almost like his assistant is kind of it's like his assistant is kind of the, the crime boss, sort of like he handles a lot of the stuff. He's the one who has to make the tough decisions, to kind of take care of Wilson Fisk. But I am not exactly I'm not done yet. So I have yet to see. The background episode for Fisk. I have yet to see what happens in the end. So if you ruin it, uh, close your head in the car door. You know, Detective Martin Riggs and Lethal Weapon Two slammed the guy's head two or three times. Uh, Detective John McClane, Die Hard with a Vengeance, five or six times. William Fisk, what thirty, thirty-five times yeah, was it? I, don't, I, mean, I lost count. Oh my god! So that was, that was mine. What so. happens to you as a youth that when you're embarrassed you? There's right. You, you close. There's an episode in about what happened. What happens in his youth, yeah. which I'm looking forward to. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. I like the episode uh, Nelson versus Murdoch, or was it Murdoch versus Nelson, which nobody else has gotten to apparently yet, uh, where we learn uh, there's a legal precedent for that case. I heard. There is no. It's uh, where Foggy finds out about Matt and his uh, nighttime chicanery. Activities that we'll go with those. Yeah. Um, and they kind of have an argument, and it's the whole episode. It looks back at their life, and they uh, the f- best part was when they talk about the uh, Greek girl who's in one of his classes that Reference. Matt has a thing has or Matt has a thing for. Reference to uh, to Electra. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. You should watch it. I'm, I'm trying. All right. Who's next? Who? Uh, I guess that's me around. That's, you're the next one. Around, with the, the, horn. around the horn. I'm gonna steal the hallway scene because Yay. nobody's talked about it. That was that was damn. Good. Steve's and is so upset. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, well, that's what you get for not going sequentially. Um, <laughs> I turned it to Clinton. Sorry. Um, yeah, I liked it. I had to be reminded of it today because I apparently forgot about it, but. Uh, yeah, just flooding back in, and then there's a constant shot. Um, shall I lay this guy real quick? Yes. What? As, yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, do it. It was episode two. Rooms. People should have watched it. Epis- okay. Yeah, everyone knows. I mean, if you describe the... If you say the end of episode two, everyone's like, yes. The end of episode or two, just everybody. episode two. Yeah. Well, and then drop the bike. You yeah. all know the hallway scene. Come yeah. on. Yeah. One continuous shot, back and forth, spinning around, never breaks. It was beautiful. Drew had the point that there's probably, like, body doubles mm-hmm. of Daredevil who, like, came out of the room and eventually went back to being Charlie Cox. I, I could tell with the last one. Yeah. When somebody goes through the door, he goes through the door with somebody... And then somebody else just pops right out. Or yeah. He yeah. popped out way too fast. Or he didn't do anything. Like, they just went in there and, and they just came right back out. Yeah. The bad guy was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll sit you down. You can go. It's acting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that, I love that episode. Or season. The, the, Steve's, the, Steve's moment. Moment. There we go. What do you, what do you got? Check Not out. like when he fights people. <laughs> Which time? He fights a bunch of them. So, I'm still going with the episode two, Piper. Um, one of the reasons being not just because of the continuous shot, but also seeing Daredevil get tired, mm-hmm. leaning up against the wall, tired, and then still having enough energy to take out two or three more guys, take a break, show that he's human, and then drop kick. And it, that, that, along with the way it was filmed, and of course, saving the kid in the end was beautiful. Well, it's like he showed, it wasn't like he was tired, it's that he was probably, you know, bleeding profusely from his side yeah that too yeah yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> like he had kind of gotten the crap beat out of him the same night and he didn't get wolverine 
DNA from those chemicals. It's not a thing. Eyes. Yeah. 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 No. He's no. just blind. Right. Well, so. And other things. Stupid? <laughs> no, like heightened senses. I see. <laughs> Different thing. I understand. Stupid? Very well. Stupid? Stupid, Stupid. daredevil. What's the next segment, Bruno? <laughs> I, I just wanted to remind back on the rails, our chugging. listeners, um, going off of the Daredevil thing, Daredevil, because that makes more sense than switching topics sense. very much, sure. um, that we are going to be seeing Avengers Age of Ultron this Thursday, yeah. 7 o'clock at the Century Stadium on Ethan. On Ethan Way. Not on Ethan the, Way. Not the Cynodomes on Greenback. Yes. The boobs on Ethan. The, the domes. <laughs> the domes. The domes on Ethan and our... Not really on Arden. They're just only on Ethan, right? Ethan and Arden. You can get to them from Arden. Anyway. So, yeah. We're going to the 7 o'clock showing. Standard definition because 3D is bullshit. Um, Well, it might be high def. Shut up. Okay. Um, But not third definition. We're not going to the third definition. We're going going to the third dimension. We're going to the first dimension. And our listeners have a shot to win a chance to watch the movie with us. What? How can they do do that, Steve? They have a shot to win a chance. I'll tell you, David. Tell us. All they got to do is download the Fandango app, buy the 7 o'clock tickets to the Century Theater, and show up. And they've won. They may or may not see us there. They may, they may be able to hang out with us. Multiple winners applicable. Multiple winners possible. Yes. Yeah. Thank You're you, welcome, Fandango. Yeah. This, is our, this is our first contest. Uh, and uh, <laughs> unlike most contests, there is purchase necessary. Yeah. 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 Tell the app. It's free plugs. It's, we're a free podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> Fuck you. Bye. Take it Tell us how you really feel. What's the next segment, Piper? The next <laughs> segment is Around the Horn, where no, we, we talk about. Wait, wait, oh, wait, no, we uh, just did that. Just did that. Uh, we are the Cable Crusaders. Good night. <laughs> I showed up drunk. <laughs> What's the next segment, Drew? <laughs> this is why you do it. Right? Remember that. <laughs> remember that. When you I, try to run this show, I won't. Uh, remember I, what it's like without him. What have I remembered so far? Um, so we were going to do, we've been talking about doing our uh, Crusaders versus Crusaders versus Crusaders debate. Oh, yes. uh, but the Jamie Bridges keeps going out on missions. Where the hell is the Jamie Bridges? And it's important Where that is, he be here. It is. It's his it. thing. Now, he wants to that being said, mediate it. We would love to wish... The mad scientist, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the Jamie Burgess, a very happy birthday, as today is his birthday, which is why he's not here, so it's completely fine. Yep. So, yeah, if you see Jamie, we're not singing, we're not singing. If you see Jamie Burgess, stop it! Jamie Burgess in your regular everyday life, wish him a happy birthday. I'm bringing back the air horn. <laughs> so with him out celebrating his birthday, uh, we decided to go with one of our reading assignments. Reading assignment. And this is something suggested by David Barry. Suggested. Let's keep going. It adds flair. <laughs> the way you said flair, I just looked the look of just oh, flair. 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 Uh, we read We Three. Uh, we Three. We Three, which is written by Grant Morrison and art by Frank Quitely, released in October 2004. Grant Morrison's the bald guy. Is he not Sir yes. Grant Morrison by now? I, I, I'm not the queen. I have no idea. Uh, oh. Anyway, <laughs> are you disappointed that I'm not the queen? I know. Like, oh, dang it. <laughs> Published by Vertigo. 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 Which I would just like to point out for everyone who thinks I don't like DC, I clearly <laughs> love Vertigo, and Vertigo is an imprint of DC. Like a little subsidiary because Sandman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
and uh, and uh, Constantine. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, Annihilator. Yeah. Is it? Is it Annihilator? I don't think so. No, it's Grant think... Morrison though. Django and Zorro. No, no, no. That's what am I thinking? Dynamite. That's Enigma. with Vertigo. Vertigo is involved too. Enigma. That was so... Enigma was Vertigo. Yep. yep, you're right. Yeah, I win. Don't judge my finger pointing. <laughs> So it's we great three. Radio, right? We three. What are we talking about? We're talking about we three. <laughs> we three. So let me set the scene what's, for you. What's going on with it? So what I love about we three is everyone's like, oh, it's gonna be this, you know, fantastic epic. Like, let's talk about it. It's three issues. Yeah. It's just three issues. Very short. Piper read it in the twenty minutes it took us to set up. Yeah. Piper read it while we were getting the equipment set up. That's impressive. I've uh, I have been a student for so long. It's it's Wouldn't really. Believe. So we three is set in the near future. Um, where our government has become, uh, they've gotten to the point where they're starting to weaponize animals. Um, so for little like spec ops missions, but exactly. It looked local, it looked like domestic, right? Missions, right? Um, but this idea is that eventually, you know, screw drones. Like let's just use animals, and our soldiers won't have to die on foreign battlefields. Like we'll just have dogs duke it out, which doesn't make any sense in the he grand said scheme of things. Screw drones, and I could only think of the rats. Yeah, exactly. So first, first instance, um, where the we see there's a they have a whole crew of rats that they have like put tools on, and one of them has a drill for a head, right. um, and they use them to I think put together a bomb. Yep. And then, but then they show the other alternative is um, you can use it as a weapon, and they turn one of the mice rats on one of the other ones, and he just like drills and blood goes everywhere. Yeah. Um, so we're introduced to we three, who are three animals. They're the third generation. Um, they are a rabbit, a cat, and a dog um, who are part robot, part animal. Um, a biorg. Biorg, if you will. The, um, the in still, or the in, in comic still for We Three, on Weapon Three, where the two scientists standing in front of Epin, it says We Three on just in panel. Beautifully shot. Yeah. That was a great. It was a beautiful one. I liked it. So. The idea is we're trying to – it's a private company who's trying to pitch this to the government. The government likes it but wants to move forward with more aggressive animals. Um, the doctor working on the project feels bad that the three animals are going to be scrapped, lets them free. What follows is a story of the animals trying to find home, um, learning the terrors and horrors of the world. Um, the government releasing the fourth generation of the weapon to kill them. Right. Um, the dog and the cat eventually getting free and the end statute of limitations. This is 2004. True. Um, the end comes with uh, a homeless gentleman who has a little bit of tech knowledge, um, basically gets the dog and the cat, gets all the metal out of them, starts rehabilitating them. Um, and we see the government finally answering for this heinous act yeah. of animal cruelty and also attacks on, you know, the United States soil by some of these animals. So that's the the basic gist like of a it. Dark, twisted, homeward bound. The synopsis. The oh, synopsis. Homeward bound. Yeah, that's a really, yeah. it's a really messed up homeward bound yeah. with animals that's heads can explode. But it's like you get that kind of like sense where they're just jumping through the woods, like yeah, you know, trying to find home. Right. So, what was your what was your favorite part in the? That's a good question. Oh. Someone else. I can. like oh. I like the. Uh, the grid breakdown of how they escaped where mm. it's all broken down to different cameras all over the property. Right. And you have to look at every square to get an idea of what's going on. There's no words, nothing at all, just visual. Mm. And just the way that, that was 
you know, people just walking down the hall. There they are getting out. People walking down the hall again and outside view. They're going down the hallway, tripping someone as they escape. And that whole breakdown of it without much dialogue at all was outstanding, I thought. It's like you don't see dialogue at all until, far, like, through any of the first issue, until the yep. first scientist speaks, right? The first government yep. guy. Mm-hmm. So that's however many, how many pages was that? Six, seven pages? It was a, it was a decent amount. They use a lot of, it's because it's like, you know, the animals can't really talk. But then these animals can, right. in very broken ways. But even in the, uh, it was like a Hawkeye esque thing in the first little thing where all the rats were invading, and, right? Or the little, I guess, drones were invading. But page fourteen, fourteen is when dialogue begins. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Steve's. Thanks, yep. I'll go. I'll go with my favorite part next because it kind of goes off of uh, Steve's. The whenever um, I'm going to just call him two, the cat. Whenever he had a kill scene, they always broke it down really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one where he shoots out all of the little spike things and it goes through all the heads. <laughs> yes. Right. But it's all like really thin panels about where all these little spikes are going through different parts of the same guy. Yep. Um, I think he had the, the best kill scenes. And then at the end of it where he's just like, wear claws because they're all gone. Like, Oh, I miss, <laughs> I miss that part. Oh. So I'd, I kind of had difficult times understanding what the message the animals were trying to say. Oh. Yeah, I basically speak like that anyway. So that's I was, true. <laughs> you walk in the kitchen. Where food? Yeah. Where food? Piper so, good. So got Piper you on. Good? So it's got you on the show, man. Got you on the show. <laughs> you don't want to talk now. <laughs> Piper home. Piper home. Piper sad. Piper heart cry. Good Piper. Good Piper. Um, I think the the because me me being an animal lover, um, and let me pull up the exact because I, you know. I have several animals, um, and in the the last couple pages when the scientist um, is going to basically like to uh, give his testimony in front of which I assume is Congress because looks like that's who he's going to. Um, he sees the homeless guy with the animals, um, and he basically says they don't need special care. And the the homeless guy says just love and attention, and a few scraps of food never hurt. Um, and it's just like this idea that even after going through this horrible thing that the, these animals went through, being trained to kill killing and everything they experienced all the pain they went through it's just kind of like this idea you know there's there's all these dogs that are you know put through you know dog fighting and all this other stuff and what really comes down to is if you give them the love and attention they need they can come back from the brink they can they can they can be rehabilitated like they can you know they might need special circumstances they might need to be like a one dog home and like not be around other males or other females but you know they they really desire our you know the the pack mentality, and if we give them that care and attention, like that's that's enough. It's it's the unconditional love of the domesticated animal. All they want is to be loved without any. I mean, you you pet them and they're ecstatic. Except for cats, they need and want nothing. Yeah, cats are on their own. We'll, we'll, get well, to that. well <laughs> I love cats. All right, we'll get to that part. You love cats. Yeah, my cats love me. They love no one. <laughs> I love cats. Cats love food. <laughs> food good now. Berry yeah, food. Exactly. Berry food. <laughs> So yeah. Oh, my Piper, favorite. Part, that, that was really well said, and I think like a lot of those emotions do come in at the end when you're reading it. My favorite part was again at the end when they had those you know kind of Matrix style plug holes where you know it's you know coming off the machine. Um, mm-hmm. I think because I didn't see that coming, I was you. It was a really cool book, but then going through this whole um, arc, which how short it was, I guess uh, there's no way this can end well, and then it kind of they just kind of. Spin it where the hands they end up homeless, kind of, but you know, they're cared for at least. So you're, right. you're just like, goodness gracious, it's yeah. I really it? thought this was gonna end sad. 
When, yeah. And so. I, I when he when you see him like shedding his armor and you're like, This is it. Like what what's gonna happen? Like they're gonna put him yep. put him down. Right. Yep. And then it just so happens they got away and the armor is just rigged to explode yeah. and take out the soldiers. Which was kind of like, Oh, that sucks for those guys. But although you knew that doctor was dying, <laughs> the one that set him free. Right. They had the little like predator missile <laughs> lock on the uh, dog's head and you're like, nah, he's not missing this time. Yeah. Oh sorry, that predator was here. Fucked. <laughs> Yeah. No. Oh, God, the rabbit. The poor rabbit. What? Uh, None of those animals get touched. Right. Up until, like, even, I guess, at the end, they were all pretty much fine, like, unscathed, even after the Mastiff. But the bunny, like, right. two, three incidents of just violence. <laughs> in the, poor bunny. the second book. Man. Yeah. He gets uh, a bullet to the head. And he just sacrifices. He has a bullet to the head, but he's still... Still going. Well, he's still going. He's kind of vegetable. He's like... He's able to walk and act normally and still makes the decision to sacrifice himself. That's true. Yeah. It's almost like somehow, like they just hit like to the poop out a little bomb. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> it totally came out of his exhaust pipe. It does. That was, yeah, it was yeah. the whole thing. He drops the little little deuces that then explode. <laughs> Someone will make a spoof where the bunny just takes the brunt of everything and just keeps sticking the whole time. <laughs> right. Whatever that is, deteriorating more and more and more. Still kicking. Still, Still kicking. Going and going. <laughs> yes, there he is. <laughs> this is such a good comic. So, so like you said, the the three the three animals, like you said, they're kind of special ops. The dog being a tank, a small tank, almost like mm-hmm. a Humvee. Um, so he's got the the heavy artillery. He's got. They broke this power. down real quick, right? Mm-hmm. The, okay. Yep. Um, the cat being the stealth killer with the blades and blades, like needles and blades and sniper. Sniper. He sniped some guy in a helicopter. Oh, from, was so awesome! Was he was just like chilling and then. And then the the <laughs> rabbit, who's Which like a specialist, suicide bomb? like a support like, specialist, like bombs yeah. and uh, he delivers bombs and poison gas. Yeah, and poison gas. Yep. Yes, he's so he's a demo expert slash chemical weapons he's yeah. a specialist. Yes. Well, that's where I, I wanted to bring up, up the uh, comparisons of like stereotypes of the animals with the kind of weapons they were outfitted with. Because you think of dogs, they get really super excited, get kind of clumsy, and small tanks, they kind of barrel through and just right. yeah. blow shit up. Uh, cats can be kind of sneaky, and they're the stealthy precision. Yep. And then rabbits just Very poop everywhere. Plotting your death. <laughs> rabbits just poop everywhere. Well, I was more thinking they're the to like hop away really quick. Rabbits are really like, horny. They make other spec ops. You know, <laughs> so they carrots. just procreate on the field. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of little poop bombs. Yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, it, I it ate just, a huge steak for lunch. It connects there. <laughs> Fair enough. That was fun. <laughs> what's the next yeah segment? i just have a couple like notable parts that i found that i wanted to bring up yeah. um the you were talking about how the dogs or pets just need love attention we had uh one the dog was asking pretty much the whole, whole time dog good yeah um, except for when he was when it was bad dog when was he bad dog? That was he was like hella guilty, and he's like bad dog. Bad, oh, like all well, that time. was him telling himself he was bad. Yeah, but he always wanted to be told that he was a good dog. Um, <laughs> the bridge scene after the rats attack, uh, where the, where the train gets blown up, train gets blown up, and we see one pull this, the driver, the conductor, out right. of the water. You think he's doing something good, and then they break away to a wider shot, and the guy's been cut in half. Yeah, it's just some spray um, hanging out. So, yeah, he thinks he, he's a good dog. But so one's he's like a dog. Be, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I helped, and then, yeah. then leave. Yeah. Like, well, it's kind of like this idea that, because even, um, even four, so four was the Mastiff, um, just this gigantic killing machine. Beast. Um, exactly. But this idea that um, 
the reason like the reason certain breeds are used for fighting in particular there are certain breeds used for hunting certain breeds that are used for fighting and the reason they're used for fighting is because of how excited they can get how high their energy can be but also how much they feel the need to um appease their their owner um so they'll do anything to make them happy and even if that's fight another dog because it is instilled in them that they need to do that and it's a horrible thing but it's kind of like i've seen um, I've seen mastiffs that have had their ears cut off and their tongues cut out to yeah. make them good fighting dogs, and it's horrendous. Yep. And it's just it's kind of the same way. Like, um, one is kind of like a lab kind of a mix, so he's he's really more for his intelligence and his loyalty versus they get four because he's just gigantic. Right. He's just a he's just a huge dog. So they think he, they're going to use him to just. And he looks like obliterate. genetically engineered. Like, oh yeah, he was so much bigger than a mastiff. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. This idea, of, like which which ones, their personalities versus like how we make them, you know, and the horrible things that we do. Right. Even though, so there's a little bit of a dichotomy there, right? Because they're going against orders technically, right? They want to find home. Right. Do they answer to different people? I don't know if I got this because he's well, answering to the get four is answering to the government agents. He Aren't is. Supposed to? Well, so they, they are, but they an- they more answer to the doctor because the doctor is the one who is like heavily involved right. in their their conditioning so and they, they showed objective. them love and affection. Um, so they when she tells them find home, they're like, okay, we find home. And oh, and that's yeah. prime directive, and then they can't exactly they haven't fulfilled exactly. It yet. And then, but once she gets killed, right? That's when one is like, you know, this person was important to me kill like kill the people who hurt her right when you know when she gets sniped which is back to the uh, i guess they're they're cutting instinct like animal instinct into the protection like yeah Yeah. well it's like you know we we do cyborgs they're not just all machines exactly but we 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 domesticate them to serve a purpose you know we domesticated them to help hunt and to to defend and to kill um so it's kind of like that's the the logical next step is to you know, put a gun on a dog's back and tell him, hey, you get a steak if you go kill these people. Right. And the dog's like, cool, steak, master like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And it's this horrible, like, path we could, in theory, go down. Yeah. It's funny because there's a lot of these stories out there like, oh, neat idea. How can we weaponize it? But this right. one was, I mean, that doesn't feel cliched, really. Right. I mean, it didn't. It ended up being pulled off really well, presentation-wise, yeah. at least. That's what Grant Morrison's good at. Yeah. Grant Morrison's yeah. good. And Batman. And just yeah, he's also good at Batman. <laughs> just Batman's good at that too. Put him on Batman. And but then, the uh, <laughs> this the, when, what's what's crazy is the the amount of story. It didn't feel to me. It didn't feel rushed. The amount of story they fit into three issues was huge. Right. Like that, that was. It's just. It's 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 just, Grant Morrison. It's Grant Morrison. He's just he's just like hey, here's this little box. Open it up. There's the world. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. He just he just has his big bald head and he just splits it open and you just see the universe. Mm, like dream theater. Yeah. Ooh. What? Except when your drummer joins Avenged Sevenfold. Moving on. Right. Oh. <laughs> What's the next segment, Drew? And then we'll I, I, well. I go ahead, well. Steve's. Oh, I've yeah. actually come across uh, past film news regarding We Three. Oh, what? Really? Uh, so back in two thousand. That's what he's doing when he's not paying attention to us talking about the comic book. <laughs> He's like, movie? I was, I was How adding is more to it, that's all. <laughs> it's my strength. Um, New Line Cinema optioned it back in 2006 to have it made. Uh, in December of 2008, 
The director of Kung Fu Panda, John Stevenson, said he was attached to the project and New Line Cinema was no longer involved. And then recently, March 7th of this year, hmm. yeah, March 7th of this year, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, right. said he would love to make a Wii 3 adapt- adaptation of film. That would be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good... And, and that's one of those... And Batista can voice the animals. <laughs> since, it's, since it is just the three issues, that that could be done in a movie. Like, without us one movie. being like, oh, yeah, that would be a trilogy. Yeah. They'd try to make it a trilogy. But that could just be one, and I would... Oh, that would be a beautiful thing. Thanks, man. I appreciate you doing that. Oh, well, every every book we read, seriously, I'm in my head like, how could this look like as a movie? I need to get famous and make it a movie. <laughs> Seems <laughs> like money. I'm so sorry. I misspoke. Not Batista. What's his name? Vin Diesel. Diesel. Vin Diesel, that dude. No, there's three of Groot. them. We could have. Yeah. No, you just need Vin Diesel. <laughs> Diesel does all three. <laughs> <laughs> he enhances his voice for each character. Stink. Stink. Let's milk a Diesel. Your Vin Diesel sounds a lot like what? Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. Yeah, it is. It's a mix Vin there. Diesel sounds a lot like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone from Rocky. He's got a point. He's Solid. got a point. Mm-hmm. That dude's tongue. So got, like stung by so a bee. So swole. So swole. Could have gone Does so many tongue, ways with that comment. Does his tongue even lift, bro? <laughs> it's leg day. The other point I wanted to bring up was uh, how David had brought up how the uh, homeless man was sitting on the steps with the pets and the scientist who worked for the government was walking up. Did you see how much money he was going to give? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was pulling out a couple hundred bucks to give to the homeless guy with the, yep. the animals. So he must have recognized the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to take some, or having some sense of responsibility for what happened to them. Right. Because normally you only give a guy a couple bucks. Well, on it's, the steps. It's, it's like he he knows he knows that his testimony, while it's probably going to get him, you know, he's not going to see any jail time. Right. But he did some horrible things too. But he's you know sinking a lot of people. But the responsibility, the guilt, and the what what could he do? He could give some money to this guy who legitimately cares about them. Because you you know you know the doctor is changing his mind as soon as the other doctor gets killed. When she gets gunned down, he's right. just like, "What the fuck are we doing?" And there's always that scientist or whoever, like the sidekick, that's just like, "No, man, too far." And this was like, <laughs> somebody gets killed. And he's just like, Mm-mm, "That's the line." That's game the over, line. man. And then they game do over. the right thing. Yeah. Like after somebody like takes a bullet to the head. Yeah. Oh. Why can't we just be cool at nope. first? Nope, we can't no. be cool. We're humans. Got to weaponize the dog. <laughs> What's the next side, Drew? Uh, we're, we're not going to do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's more you guys want to talk about with this, is anything else? No, I have nothing. You have it was nothing. a good book. It was a good book. Grant Morrison. Thanks if you for see that dude's it, guys. name, just pick it Get up. It. Yeah, it's probably not going to be any more than 14, 20 bucks, and it's going to be worth it. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Like Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis is yeah, Garth Ennis. Jonathan Hickman. You and your Ennis and Ellis. <laughs> Just read those. Just assume. Right. Luckily, they're both good writers, or I'd be totally fucked. If you see eh, is, just get it. And, yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite of the three? Uh, I, I have to go dog. Dog? Because I think of the internal battle. It, it's, he resembled a dog. Sure, the cat was like, it's indicative of a cat, like, eh, you know, I don't care, like, eh, but, uh, yeah. But the dog is just, I don't know, I just, I, I went with him on a journey. I went with nobody else on a journey. It was doing like, good dog, bad dog. I'm so sorry, bad dog. I felt for him. And he's, he, he evoked my emotion more than any of them. So, 
I know. I know Drew, I know Drew like the cat. Well, because you've been looking at my script and I wrote it down. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> like the cat was a freaking genius. He was cool. Yeah. Cool guy. Stink. Because. <laughs> oh, when he was smelling the rats. Yeah, when he smelled, well, he smelled anything. And yeah. humans, yeah. Stink. Boss stink. Boss stink. Yeah. yeah. What? Do you, who's your favorite? Uh, Steve's. Uh, I have a dog and two cats, and I know who loves me more, my dog. Uh, Boom. <laughs> so I went with the dog. My two cats, as long as I feed them, they don't give a shit what's going on. <laughs> right? <laughs> two, two votes dog, one vote cat. No, no love for the rabbit. No love for three. I mean, I like, I, he I, pooped I like, out a bomb. I like three. The, the, the sacrifice <laughs> that three gave was was good, but I think the, the whole emotion that the dog has is really what... Right. Like, that's what drove it. Like, the cat is just like, whatever. It did feel like what drove the story. Like, yeah. That was the... Well, he was, he was the leader. He was... He was, you know, he was the one that's like, we three, engage. We three, roll out. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Beast cool. Wars. Dog. <laughs> or just Transformers. Beast, they're animals. Uh, that's true. Rat Trap. Yeah. He was maximized. Red Trap Maximize. <laughs> Wazbinator. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Rhinox. Um, something's coming up this weekend. Something's coming up. I want the world. Sorry. Nope. What's that? <laughs> so nothing's coming up after. It's going back down. <laughs> after we see Avengers, which our listeners have a chance to watch with us. Damn it! All they have to do is anyway. Um, we will immediately. That's me every episode on Saturday. I know. Which is the first Saturday in May. May second. Oh. Free comic book day. day, day. Have we pimped this yet? We have pimped this hard. We pimped it okay. once. Or no, we did. <laughs> couple, couple you, you asked. <laughs> this is this is our listeners' final reminder. Final reminder, except for all the stuff that Steve is going to be posting all week on Facebook. May 2nd. And Twitter. And Twitter. And Instagram. Hey, oh, that's right. It. May the 2nd be with you. No, that's oh, not May the 4th. No, because no, May the 4th no, is the that. No, May the 2nd. No, anyway. No. Whatever. Wait, what time wait. do we show up? What time? Well, know thyself? I'd say between 8 and 9 <sighs> okay. to be safe. Sure. Um, we're going to be there for a big chunk of the day. We're going to be live streaming, live podcasting. We'll be hanging out. We're going to be at Empire's Comic Vault, which is on Fulton Avenue in Sacramento. I don't have the exact address. but I don't, address. but it's near a Pizza Hut. Right. <laughs> Closer to Fair Oaks than it is to Arden. <laughs> like in, in between. Look for a Pizza Hut. <laughs> Look, no, look. That for was the, it a Pizza Hut actually, wing stop thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's the one with the wing. Look for the Pizza Hut that also has a wrestling ring next to it. Yeah. Oh, yes. So Supreme, you'll see the parking lot and want to pull in anyways. Yeah. Go with that. Supreme, Supreme Pro Wrestling is going to be there. Um, pro, good we're news. Sacramento is probably going to be there too because they, they always. They we're going to be on TV. We might be on TV. What's up? Uh, the West Coast Avengers are going to be there. Nooligans going to be there. Who maybe? Um, the other company I work for, Reality Comics, they're gonna be there. Oh, dang. Um, is um, mm, above the clouds. Oh, Melissa. Yeah, is she gonna I be there? Think so. Actually, she said because um, cool. she has. Well, I talked to her at the not Sac Anime Con. What was it, McClellan? SacCon. SacCon. Um, I talked to her there. She said she has. She has her first issue in Ben's on the indie uh, rack. She cool. has two and three out, but neither of them are in Empires. So she said that was the day nice. that she puts those on the I'm rack. I'm buying so. them. Yeah, I think I already have them. I'm buying them anyway. I have number two. I bought it at that one, but uh, ah, three isn't. Then I'm buying three. Three is only available online so far. So, uh, David, why do people want to go to Free Comic Book Day? Uh, because there's free comic books. <laughs> right. <laughs> How many? <laughs> thousands upon thousands. 20,000. So, tw- they're going to have 23,000 23, 20, comics that day. 
Well, basically, the way it works is Ben Empire has comics is going to have twenty thousand. Ben just has a bunch of comics that he's going to be giving out. Ben also does this really cool thing where he's like, you know what? I'm going to have these fantastic sales. So on top of getting all these free comics, you can totally buy a bunch of other comics at great prices. It's Man. a really cool thing to do. Sac City Rollers are going to be there too. Um, so like Roller Derby Girls. They're closely they're connected with um, badasses. With ben, Empires, yeah, ben likes them. I think the 501st is probably going to be down there. They, are, so. they usually are. There might be some stormtroopers. Oh, yes. Sex City Rollers? Sex City Rollers will be there? past, I think, two years, a year, whatever, the Sex City Rollers will be. There will be Deadpool in a stormtrooper uniform the most creative costume from three years ago yep. Ooh, sorry he will <laughs> that was return that was mean um he listens to this cast berry so yeah free comic book day. <laughs> i'm thinking uh, a crusader run-in on supreme pro wrestling we're taking the titles With yes. all, all of the titles finally oh, okay <laughs> Cool. So that's that's Saturday. That's Saturday. You can go to any comic book store. You too. can. So but if you're in the area, you should, go to, you should go to Empire. If you want to be cool, you yeah. go to Empire. Meet yeah. the Crusaders. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. If you yeah. don't enter the contest to go see Avengers yeah. with us. Definitely yeah. Empire. <laughs> Definitely Empire. <laughs> Finger guns. That's what it's like. I'm not going to give you the damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Counter. <laughs> the reversal. Uh, now, up? there is a lovely young lady who is a friend to the Crusaders. Ally. Who, ally, thank you, ally to the Crusaders, who uh, will be leaving the area. And she has planned to stop listening to us for a while so she can have so many episodes of us on her trip down south. So, Carrie, you'll be listening. This episode's for you. We're going to miss you. Crusaders, do we miss Carrie? Uh, I think Piper has no idea who Carrie is. I even is. know her and I miss her already. <laughs> Yes, we're we're gonna miss we're gonna miss Carrie deeply, and uh, thank she, you. She joins in on our free comic book day. She wears super tees on yep. Tuesdays and today as well. She well, wait, today. she wasn't gonna be at work tomorrow, That's so yeah. she wore it today. She wears super tees on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. She does. Yep. She does. That's, That's all her. I need to know. That's she a good does. lady. Yep. She's reading yep. comic books. That's a solid lady. Uh, she's she friends with us to Kim. Kim Davis. And there you go. Yep. Kim guest star. So solid guest. Yep. We're gonna miss Carrie. We gotta so. have Kim back. Actually. Yeah. That was a good time. Love you, Carrie. Okay. Sad happy. Uh, it's sad happy. Is what it is. It's, it's good. It's good. Good things. It'd be a good no, change. It's good. It's for her. It's good. Right. It's a good change. Good change. I'm getting all and, sad and over a person I don't know. <laughs> She's that good. Yeah. He's that good. So uh, <laughs> don't leave. Next week. <laughs> we keep saying this. Next week we might have a debate. Right. If Jamie's here. If he's not, we'll talk about Avengers. Yeah. No, it, it'll be post Avengers. Not. We're talking about Avengers. We have yeah. teased this this debate so hard over the past. People are. Episodes. Miles is so excited. Miles is right? so pissed off right now. Miles wants the debate now. Now. So, so sorry, Miles. We're, we'll have the debate. We're also going to talk Avengers, of course. Wow. Age of Ultron. We'll also talk about the fallout from Free Comic Book Day and whether or not we will retain the titles. We're um, getting those gold, gold, baby. Uh, like goats? So yeah. Gold, gold. As sir. always. Gold, goat. It's a goat in a mech suit. And a- for the Capeless Crusaders, my name is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social medias. Not here tonight, if you were unaware, the Jamie Burgess and Tall, tall Dog. <laughs> tall, dark, not ugly. Tall, dark, tall, not, dog, not ugly. On everything, on everything, on everything. We got Curtis over there. He's on his phone. Over there. On the ones and twos. The ones and twos. Ones and twos. And to my digital right. The future Supreme Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, the Azorian one, Anthony Esteves. They're going to hate us. 
<laughs> Somebody might actually challenge you guys, and you're going to be like, well, no, no. I'm ready. No, dude, we're totally ready. The ghost of no, podcasting's ready. past. The Mad Piper, except for <laughs> on Twitter. You're that Mad Piper. That Mad Piper. Drew McClintock at Drew JMC, because that's all I got. Yeah. Like I- Iceman in the most recent X-Men comics, we are out. Good night. Ooh. Topical. Ah.